Hey, everybody, this is Chris from Making Enemies. And before we get started with this week's episode, I wanted to take a minute and clue you in on some exciting news for the pod. We've been working on something behind the scenes and we're finally ready to unveil it. We're lucky enough to have a lot of very musical friends. And while we absolutely love the current song, uh, we thought it's only right that we have our own original theme. So starting this week, we're debuting the new Making Enemies intro-outro music for the podcast. It absolutely kicks ass. We couldn't be happier about it. Um, and because we recorded this episode a few weeks ago, I'm calling it out here so it doesn't go completely unmentioned. I want to give our buddy Mike a huge shout out and thank you for the work he put in creating and perfecting the new song. We've been playing music together for a long time and he always comes through with just great stuff. Uh, we'd also like to send a big thank you to this week's guest who had a hand in polishing the finished product. You will meet him shortly. Uh, we love it. We hope you do too. Remember to tune in every Thursday. And now, here's the new song and this week's episode. And as always, thanks for listening. about heavy metal today okay that's what we're gonna talk about uh i'm chris with me as always are russ hello and dave hey and we hey hi (laughs) and we have a very special guest this week which is a first for the podcast we'll introduce that person just a few i don't know seconds probably not too long um housekeeping if you're not following or subscribing on itunes or spotify you should go ahead and do that we also have Instagram. You can find us at Making Enemies Pod. Follow us there. We might figure out how it works one day and use it for stuff. Who cares? It costs nothing to hit the follow button. So every time uh, the follow bell rings, a demon, like our special guest here, gets his wings. Um, so his bat wings, his 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 leathery <laughs> bat wings. It, it is pretty hot here. I got some bat wings going right now. <laughs> Hang on, you have not been introduced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, that's... <laughs> okay, so let's get right into it. We said we're going to talk about metal, so we decided to invite our friend, Mitch Metalhead. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Welcome. Well, thanks for having me. So what is this fucking show you invited me to? <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, coming in strong. You cannot leave. Mitch. It's just a fucking bullshit hangout session, man. It's about metal, so you know about metal. Therefore, you are here. Got it. (laughs) I think we're off to a blistering start. (laughs) Riveting. (laughs) Riveting. Absolutely thrilling to the listeners. Uh, Mitch, do you want (laughs) to maybe just introduce yourself a little bit? Talk about, I don't know, heavy music while you're here? I was going to ask you why I'm here. I really don't know. I just kind of got an email invite, uh, joined this podcast, and uh, said you're going to talk about some metal. So I was like, sure, let's do it. M- Mitch, Mitch. you It's not like we don't know you. I mean. You have, you have been <laughs> referred to actually a couple of times in this podcast so far when we have mentioned that we all have a mutual friend that may like some atrocious version of some metal <laughs> genre that, <laughs> that we particularly blast. So we love your perspective when it comes to music. And we felt like you should be able to defend yourself one time. Uh, I'll give it a shot. You know, I I was trying to listen to some of these songs and they had more than a hundred listens. So I wasn't really into them. (laughs) (laughs) That is your angle, right? That's true. Yeah. You somehow you managed to find and share with us bands that have maybe 15 listens on Spotify. All of the bands have less, the, the less than a thousand. I don't think they count less than a thousand listens. I think he's looking for where the band members are zygotes. Like he's looking for like. <laughs> <laughs> but play guitar. Like, like pre, pre-infant bandmates. You know? 
Yeah. So if I come to a video that's been on for like three years on YouTube and it's got zero listens, I instantly like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that too now with that archaic decapitator. My like main, my goal in life is to get one of their songs over 1,000 listens. Who? Which is the bottom. Yeah, it's like the minimum you can have. It says n- lower than 1,000 <laughs> for every song they have. What the fuck are you talking about? Who is this? <sighs> See? He sent this to us a bunch of times. Yeah. Archaic Decapitator is the band name. I sent it on last year's top 10 list and I sent it out in an email. Well, thanks for participating. <laughs> Dave, notorious <laughs> contributor to emails. Uh, I'll never forget like with uh, Russ listening to music. I don't remember what the fuck the band was, but something like Fragments of Insanity or something. And and Rush goes, I bet you we're the only people in the world listening to this song right now, <laughs> this day, this year. <laughs> I 100% believe that to be the, to be true. Not even the members of the band no. listen to their own no. shit as much as you do. No. no. Well, Chris and I always like say we have to be this or the apocalypse's biggest fans on, in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I I am responsible for all of that. You went to listening. two shows, like local shows. Like there was like twelve other people at each show. Well, we went to the one. You and I went to the one at uh, I was going to say Halfway House. House, Stanhope House, yeah. <laughs> the Halfway House. <laughs> yeah. no, that was another show. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> went to the Stanhope House in like way North Jersey, and they played like in a bar where they had to coax people from like the tables to come stand in front of the stage because their set was about to start and they were the headliners. Including us. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I guess I should go up there. And then I saw them at a uh, like a VFW in Berkeley Heights where instead of having like a lighting guy, they were just flicking the light switch to the music in the room. It was, can't make that shit up. That's got to be, even, even shows that back in the day weren't that lame. Jesus. They were awesome, but the fucking show was a disaster. Yeah. Should we should we move into our main topic of the evening now that we've yes let everybody uh, meet Mitch Metalhead here, the guy who doesn't know why he's here. <laughs> we might as well have him talk about songs. We'll very very soon soon learn why he's here. Yeah, Russ, why don't you why don't you fill us in here? All right. So the impetus behind this whole deal, I guess you could say, is. Every year, I've usually, I can't say every year, but I used to come up with a top 10 list of metal albums of the previous year. So we're, you know, we're in February now. And instead of doing that, because it's almost impossible to do that in this day and age, come up with an album, I, I switched it up and I wrote up a list of my top songs from 2020 metal. So that's basically what, my idea for this pod was is to go through the list, have you guys listen to it, get your feedback. You know, I haven't heard anything from any of you guys, so all this is going to be new. Um, I have a feeling there's going to be some major hate. There might be some songs you liked. I'm, I'm expecting both. But yeah, we're just going to delve in and see what you guys thought. So you chose songs because like, Albums just didn't do anything for you last year? Like, they were just so boring? There wasn't any total albums. Like, at the very end of the thing I sent you guys, I did list five albums that I thought were noteworthy. But as a whole, there's no way I could come up with, like, ten, like a top ten list because there just isn't... The way they've been releasing music now, it's mostly singles. And I thought it was more beneficial, like, you were interested in what I was listening to to do with songs as opposed to albums because I don't think the way the market is now, people don't, it's not the same as it used to be. There's no albums per se. Can you even name five albums? Like the actual names of the albums from this year? I only, I had to look them up to be able to put them in. Like the Unguided album that I had in my top five, I had to, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and it's like a really <laughs> dumb name too. Father Shadow. That's a terrible name for an album. I I mean, doesn't that say something about the music this year? This is really weird to me. Like, since when, like, are the album's names have ever, like, been good? Usually they're pretty stupid. No? I guess Father Shadow is exceptionally stupid. (laughs) Yeah. They're they're usually generic at at best. 
you know, like Cannibal. That's like the Barry Tomorrow album. That's what I would consider like pretty generic metal band, like album name. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's no, yeah, there's, you, that's why you can't remember half of them because they're always like in the shadow of the Valley of Death or some bullshit, you know, album, album <laughs> name like that. And you're like, oh, okay. It's no Ride the Lightning or fucking Master of Puppets. Or like <laughs> Fecal Side. <laughs> Self Fecal Side is, I would remember that maybe. <laughs> There's a band that we were talking about on a trip that we took. I'm trying to see if they released anything recently. Fecal side? <laughs> <laughs> so when you murder shit. <laughs> fecal fecal finger surprise. Do you commit fecal side if you use shit to kill somebody? Well, don't people shit when you kill them? So it kind of makes sense. Every murder is a fecal side. <laughs> So, so this is a podcast. I think it's going well. <laughs> this is what we just talk, and then Chris edits out all of our horrible jokes Mo- that can never. Most be- of this is going in. <laughs> Fecal side better make it in, or I'm not. I'm just. I'm leaving the pod. <laughs> Why don't we get into it? Let's talk about it. What are we doing here? So, what do you want to do? Top ten or what? Yeah. All right, Russ, come on, dive in. Well, well hold on. I, I think I think there needs to be a disclaimer first, you know? Yes, Mitch? Yes, Mitch, well, what's up? You know, I just know how this list is going to go and and what we're going to say about these songs. Since you already since you already looked at it, yeah, <laughs> you're, you do know how it's going to go. And, I, you know, we should just say, like, our taste is no better than anybody else's. And just because we shit on a song doesn't mean you shouldn't not like it. Oh. My taste is better than me. Other people, so very diplomatic. Thank you, Mitch. Speak for yourself. Good disclaimer. Like, hey, you like what you like, okay? So basically, he's gonna like shit all over these songs. So let's go. <laughs> so let's get into it. Top. Start at the top ten. Let's do the top ten. Yeah. Okay. So ten is the path by Fit for a King. Mitch, what do you think? Well, when it first started, I kind of liked it because it was kind of sounding like Pantera. And, <laughs> you know, it sounded like Walk, which is weird because Russ hates Walk. So I was really surprised that you liked this song. Um, I thought the breakdown was kind of cool. But then the chorus is dragged on for like over a minute and just completely lost my attention. Um, the first couple of listens, I was like, hey, the song's kind of cool. But by the fourth or fifth listen, I was like, this really isn't that good at all. My all right. So my initial impression in this song was, this band, this album is as if Killswitch had a stroke. <laughs> like it was just if 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 like you just took out fifty percent less notes, <laughs> and just kind of the quite the quality of the song, like the quality of the recording was strong. The distortion of the guitars was strong. The the lineup of basically the rhythmic drum, bass, guitar was strong. But it was like missing a little bit. Like just speed this up. Like add a little bit more complexity to it. And I feel like there'd be more there. Um, instead, it felt kind of halftime as far as that element. Um, so I didn't hate it. I just wanted more of it. You did or did not want more of it? I, 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 I did. You wanted more I, I'm from like, it. You wanted I more wanted notes. more. I wanted more from it. I want. Yeah, exactly. More from it. Give me more notes. This song needs more notes, baby. Not, yeah. <laughs> Russ, do you want to do you want to defend or, or defend. describe? Yeah. Well, one thing I will say, it, this would could be a different discussion in the future because it would be funny to see what would come out of this uh, exercise. I bet you if. You took five albums none of us have ever heard before. We li- we listen to them all, and we have to pick our favorite song. I bet you all of us would come up with a different song. <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. So Guaranteed. Like, Chris can speak to this a little bit more. Like, Fit for King is a, it's like a metalcore band. Yep. 
most of their songs are probably more along the lines of what Dave is talking about. They're faster, more complex. Yep. This just happened to be the one that caught my attention that I like the most. So that's, I, I do, I do think they're worth listening, like going back and listening to the whole album to see if you did enjoy it more than maybe this song, but this is the one I liked. I gave it a three out of five. Nice. Uh, I liked it, but it wasn't, it wasn't my favorite song on the album. Shocker. Like, I think, there are, I think there are better songs on this album, but, like, I enjoyed it. On repeated listens, I kind of liked it, like, less <laughs> for whatever reason. But that's, again, it, again, it wasn't, like, my fave on there. So, I think there were some better tunes on there. I just think it's, this has, like, a really heavy tone and, like, an attitude to it that some of the other ones are more generic, like, metalcore songs. Where this, yeah. uh, this one stood out to me. I just like when breakdowns end up on top and I hate, lists. And I, and I hate, I do hate Walk, so it is a little odd that it made it, but. <laughs> I didn't I, I didn't get that. I didn't catch that. It was interesting that you made that that comparison. The intro but. is exactly the same. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah. Did you listen wow. to the right song? <laughs> yeah. I, maybe I listened to the wrong song. Dave only listened to 30 seconds of it once. So But if it's in the first 30 seconds, which you're saying that it it's is the intro, yeah. Yeah. Then gosh. All right. Maybe I had the stroke. I don't know. Right. Well, well, I got super excited at first because like, oh, Russ is listening to Fit for an Autopsy. And then I was like, no, Fit for a King. Like how many fucking bands are fit for something? Fit for a breast reduction is another one I like. Um, all right. Number nine. It's a band called Words of Farewell. The song is Alter Memory. Melodic death metal. So I, I like the song. Um, I don't think I knew they came out with an album this year or I just forgot. I, I don't know. It's, it's a long fucking year. Um, the the album has got a lot of good songs on it, but the production is not so great. Like I wasn't really digging it. And I feel like I've become a production snob in my old age. You know, there, there's just like so much material out there to consume. And if I'm going to spend time consuming it, I want it to sound good. And I, I remember like, you know, in the early 90s being like, oh, wow, this is so cool. They recorded it on a boombox in a cave in the middle of the Black Forest during the first snowfall of the Sultis after drinking the blood of a bat. And but now I'm like, put the fucking bat down, go to the studio and, and, go to your computer. and actually record something. <laughs> yeah. So get a cheap laptop and make an amazingly good yeah. sounding record. And when I go back and listen to these albums from the 90s, I'm just like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> It's just like metal zone, like boss metal zone distortion the whole yeah. way through, right? It's just this buzzy but, like, shit. I have this one album from Abruptum, and it's just him going like <laughs> for forty minutes, and, and and I was into it. I was into it. He, he, he was like hitting pots and pans, and and I don't know, killing a cat in the background or something. And but now I can't listen to it. That's pretty much what I would think of from a band called Abruptum. <laughs> Dave, Dave thoughts <laughs> I actually really like this song um, yes yes no I, I loved it the only the only negative like when you got to the part where there was that streamed in talking audio oh. I was like why like why like why get the shit out of here like play the song you know I, like, it was like, the like next Fear song Factory. has that too <laughs> Yeah, like Fear Factory does you know, has done that in Demand Factory and other other spots, and it yeah. became kind of like for me that was just a part of those songs, and it's fine. But this felt like a distraction. Like I liked a lot of it. It did that. I'm like, ah, stop. Get back to the song. I do, I think this band is one of the best mellow death bands going right now. Love them, Chris. Did you uh, have any opinion? Uh, I liked it. Um. <laughs> Is that your? Is that what you're gonna say about every song? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Not, not terrible. That's all right. Mm. <laughs> Jesus, I, I, I do like this band a lot. They have a lot of good albums. Did you have a song that you preferred on this EP? N- no. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know it existed until I sent the list out. <laughs> no, I, like I said, it's a good song. I just wish the production was better. 
It's not that I think bad. the production's pretty good, <laughs> man. I don't know bad. what you're talking about. <laughs> it might not be amazing, but it's not terrible. You've sent through worse sounding crap that you were more excited about. <laughs> yeah, right? Number eight! All right. Number eight is a band from the way, way back for me called Mercenary. And I had no idea until I was searching around for songs that they even had anything new, but this is called From the Ashes of the Fallen. They were a band that was really, really good to me. I love them. And it's like, they had this band, I mean, uh, sorry, this album called Eleven Dreams, which was, I thought was fucking great. And then they steadily got worse and worse and worse until they disappeared. And now this new song, I fucking love it. I think it's awesome. The song has like a new In Flames vibe to it, to me, for some reason. Yeah. Two out of five. Jesus. (laughs) I going in reverse order, which means I'm always in the middle. Um, I yeah, the best part of the human centipede. That's <laughs> see, if I die, then whoever's in the end of the centipede doesn't get fed. Unless you have lepers. <laughs> Who's the first to die in the human centipede? Is it the middle one? You guys know more about this movie than I do. I tell you that. Is it the middle? It's got to be the so the middle one's getting the constant feed of shit. <laughs> Third one's got to be the first to die, right? No nourishment coming all the way through. That's right. Because it's getting it's getting the shit of the shit. Right. So there's no nutrients. <laughs> By then, stripped of all nutrients. <laughs> if you ever, if you ever like end up in that scenario where you like get kidnapped, you just be like, please just make me the front of the centipede. Please, please. When they take me out of this cage. Sounds like fecal side to me. <laughs> oh no! Yes! There we go. <laughs> This is going to be an edit nightmare for Chris. Speaking of full circles, that's what you call a circle. All right. If you think I'm not including any of this, you're insane. <laughs> this is all going in. All right. This song from, from the Ashes of the Fallen, I really, really liked it. If anything, so the thing that really stuck out to me was the back half of the solo, I was like, I want to go learn that. The solo is awesome. Like there was some really... The first half of the solo felt like a little cliche. Like it was good, but it felt, I'm like, all right, yeah, okay. Like this is like very standard. I've heard this before a million times. The the riffs on the back end of the solo were pretty killer and clean and crisp. And I was like, shit, I want to go learn that. that. So I like the song a lot. So what would you get? Like Chris started a precedent. So like out of 10, what would you, what would you, on the on the spot, what would you give it? Um, seven. All right, better than two by five. Good, Chris. I mean, uh, Mitch. What do you think? <laughs> two out of five, not two point five. I'm giving it a four. Oh, sorry, I overstated your rating. You understated my rating. Son of a bitch. So, so, Mitch, 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 Mitch. So I saw this song on your list, and I'm like, Mercenary. Is this the same band that does Eleven Dreams? And I just. I'm like, that's a really old fucking band. I can't believe they're actually still making songs. And I remember hearing Mercenary, like someone gave me a cassette tape of it. That's how fucking old that album is. <laughs> <laughs> and I put this song on and I think like the first 30 seconds sounded really good. And I was like, I'm going to stop listening to it and give the whole album a listen later. So I liked it, but I want to. What? There is no that album. Is a very bizarre reasoning. All right. The first three, this is amazing. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Stop, stop, stop. So, so you said you thought the first 30 seconds were awesome. So you decided to stop yeah, listening to it. Yeah, because a lot of these songs you were giving me, I was just kind of listening to them and it was just couldn't really give them a serious listen. And this one looked like it seemed like it deserved a serious listen. So, oh, thanks, man. That's a really great compliment. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Is it, it, of all those, all those other lists over the years, you have the same attitude about those as well. Um, no, those were good. Number seven. <laughs> Number seven. Number seven is the one that's going to go over big time. I bet it's a band called Equilibrium, and the song is called One Folk.
can't tell, this is kind of like a folky metal band. And anyone who doesn't know what that is, you kind of have to listen to it. <laughs> this is not a band that I, I think I've ever, ever delved into or listened to in my entire life. I knew they existed, but I just happened to hear this song on like a playlist or a, a playthrough. So like if you don't know Spotify, what they'll do is if you have like a playlist, if it ends, it'll just start playing songs. That probably where I've heard this and I ended up like really, really liking the song, even though it's not in my my wheelhouse, I guess you'd say. Who hated it the most? (laughs) (laughs) Four out of five. Whoa. Whoa. You loved it. I didn't expect to like this song either. I'm surprised you have this so high because of the guys like Omnium Gatherum vocals where it's like over the top. Yeah. Uh, But it's like heavy throughout, but it has like a lot of melody happening. I don't know. I. Something about it, I enjoyed. I enjoyed listening to the song. It's pretty heavy, too. Like, the whole, like... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's, like, a lot of energy throughout (laughs) the song, which I really like. Mitch? Mitch, thoughts? Well, when I first started watching the video, the guy painted his neck all black. And I was just thinking, like, (laughs) that's what the the singer from 21 Pilots does. And I I couldn't decide who did it better. You know, Equilibrium or 21 Pilots. So... Did he put a line on his arm though? He did not put a line on his arm. That would have been that would have been epic. <laughs> um, I, Mitch, you're like the only person that watches like heavy metal music videos. <laughs> I know. I I didn't even watch it. <laughs> the only person watching. Any I, of these I look them up on YouTube. I don't know. Metal Blade is sending them directly to you. When they do that. <laughs> yeah. So so I thought I really liked the song. I thought it was good and catchy. Um, I was surprised Rush liked it because. You know, it was pagany and folky and everything. And then it had something that Rush usually doesn't like, which is fun. So I was surprised it was it was a good song. <laughs> <laughs> I, I chose the word energy, but you, you know what I mean. So like I see that like Chris is using a, a one at one at one to five rating. Dave I asked Dave about a one to ten rating. <laughs> so let's ask Mitch, what do you think about a one to seven rating? <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this out of 163. Like, completely arbitrary. Let's I go. give it a 15.5 out of 23. Nice. Oh, damn. Wow, that's, that's high. pretty high. Pretty good. This must be the one song he didn't think was dog shit. I, I liked it enough where I'm going to go listen to the album. Their old stuff is terrible. That's why I was shocked that I like actually liked the song. But I tried, tried to listen to their old albums, and they have like that female singer and like the whole... Tone of the albums is so bad. I don't know. I couldn't get into it. Well, you're saving me a ton of time from checking them out, so. <laughs> oh, dear. Hello. So now we're going to move on to number six, which is Hawk Alibi. Hawk. Hawk. This is a band that used to be This of the Apocalypse and now is Hawk. <laughs> guys didn't like it, go fuck yourself. Suck my dick. Thoughts? <laughs> Agree. <laughs> I'll go first. This song is not good. Oh, oh my God. This song is absolutely worst. not good. I had gone back and I have this sort of the apocalypse. I've gone, there's some really good shit back there. I know you guys absolutely love them. This song <laughs> is simply not good. The vocals are horrible. <laughs> like, like the, the, the melody of the guitars are fine, but not memorable. Like, I don't know. I, I, the progression, I've listened to it three times. First was like, this is not good. Second bullet point was like, is this kind of cohedish slash whatever? Third song is, third bullet point was, this song is garbage. That was the progression of my <laughs> It just got worse and worse for you. Isn't this a song, Chris? It's like, that sounds amazing. Is that this one? You, you, you're it? asking Chris how it goes and you chose it? Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, I'm really curious your thoughts. I'm probably on island Please. here. There's no way. I already knew that 
Dave and Mitch wouldn't like the song. But. I don't think so. Well, well, I mean, I wanted to like it, but the vocals are so freaking whiny. Like they're so they're bad. Like, they're so bad. Like I like I could I couldn't listen they're to bad. it. He was just so whiny and irritating. Um, but. I was like, let me check out more of their songs. Interesting how you didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I want I wanted to check out more of their songs and I went to their website and I was like, oh, let's see what albums they have. And on their website they have like pre-order our album now comes out August of 2019. So did it come out? Did they just not update their website? Like what the hell's going on? No, they have, they have an EP which is like six songs. That's the only thing they have. And it came out in like November of 2020. This band is a disaster, right? This is, this is, we talked about this a little bit on our music episode a few shows ago. Like this band is left over from this or the apocalypse. There's a whole big thing about them doing a name change. Their label was like, we can't market a band called this or the apocalypse. You got to change your name. You have to redo your album. They redid the album like three times. It's been a complete nightmare. They released this song and the other song, like the lead single, Mileage, first like in 2018 or mm-hmm. 19. Yeah. It's been, these songs have been out there for a while. And then they're like, Hey, congrats. We did an album. And I was like, very excited for a full length album. And they gave us four, three new songs because count, because counter ops had also come out already like <laughs> yeah. a year ago. So this is a mess. Like the band is a mess. The guy, the song's a mess. <laughs> no, it's not. It's All right. You've got your turn. The, the song is horrible. Five horrible. out of five, five out of five. Garbage. One out of five. I love this song, but he's not a good singer. He's not a good singer, but I love this song. I, 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 not a good singer, but you love the song. That is bizarre. Okay. I, I mean, the, the band name is stupid. Like who <laughs> names a band such a generic name where if you Google it, it's going to come up as like the 1.6 millionth row in Google. Like you want a name that's going to come up right away. Like Hawk. Mitch, what, what was the band name that you mentioned earlier? What was that band name? Fecal Fingers. <laughs> that's like saying I didn't like the cover art. Fuck this song. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares what the fucking name is? I think it's dumb when bands also, I also think it's dumb when bands name. I'm going to stop talking. It Let's is bad. It, it's a bad yeah. name but I don't care. Shouldn't affect your opinion of the no, song. Metallica is a bad name. I mean, <laughs> they stole that from somebody. <laughs> yeah, too. they stole it. I've, I would feel like 80% of the bands I like have terrible names. There's nothing wrong with terrible names. I'm just saying one word generic name that you can't search is a bad idea. They've already fucked up the marketing. So, you know, they're not going to succeed. Yeah. This was their answer <laughs> to, we need to pick a better name. <laughs> like, where do you go from here? You made it worse somehow. Yeah. They write songs as good as they are picking band names. So, anyway, moving on. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the next band I'm going to mention has, or no, not the next one, but two from number four is going to be even worse. But anyway, let's go to number five. Let's let's get off this. Time to get off. Let's get off. The next one is a song called Bear is a Choke, and the band is Barry Tomorrow. This is a band I've been aware of for a while. I actually made their last album was number one on my top 10 or my top list of the whatever year it came out. I think it was 2018, maybe. And they came out with a new album, which it's a legit album. It's probably, it's not like 10 songs. I think it's maybe like nine. I'm not sure. I have to look This it album up. is 11 songs. 11 songs. Okay. So it's a legit album. And this is, I'd say this is my favorite song off of it. They're like another kind of metalcore type album, which I'm sure Dave will shit on. But I think they're an awesome band, he, even though he's the one that introduced me to them. Really? <laughs> he is. I didn't send this to you? No. Like oh. years ago, there was one song that he was into that he told me about. And ever since I've been like following him. So, <laughs> I, I mean, th- this song sounds like all the other songs on this list. Um, it, I don't think it's unique from the other things. You know, it, it's got like 
it's got that Sonic Syndicate kind of kind of vibe going. And you know, if if I can if I can sum up Russ's sound at Sonic Syndicate. This doesn't sound at all like Sonic Syndicate. <laughs> it doesn't That's sound insane. like Sonic Syndicate at all. Just because that has clean like a clean chorus doesn't mean it sounds like Sonic Syndicate. Yeah, I think that's a crazy <laughs> statement. Uh I I I like this song. It's the first song uh on the album. So it's a good album opener. I it's not my favorite song on the CD or whatever CD. Who buys fucking CDs? It's not my favorite song on the album, but I, I do like it. Four out of five. Four out of five. Like four out of five for me is like that's you're gonna be listening to this for the next 10 years. You and I must have different scales. That's a five out of five. <laughs> a five out of five is is like upper echelon. Like that's you're listening to that forever. This isn't like how do these ten to sixteen songs rank in the all time halls of metal music well, history? Maybe, this well, is maybe like, maybe one to five isn't granular enough. Really liked to didn't like very much. That's my scale. <laughs> liked this song. I don't know. Like it. Whatever it was like, I, I will never listen to this song again. It was, it, it, it was. Don't fine. listen to it, it again. It was, it was, it was between fine and not good. Whatever, whatever the words are that describe that that category. You know, like it sounds like he's saying "achu" every time he says "choke." It's like "achu," like that's like the fucking chorus of this whole that fucking song. I was like, I, I would, I don't know. It was boring. There's. This band reminds me of some more mainstream metal band. I cannot, for the life of me, like figure out exactly who it is. It's the guy's clean vocals. I don't know if it's like he's got like a disturbed, like the Dave Draymond disturbed clean like, vocal sound he has a or something. Lower end um, range on his clean vocals. Yeah, yeah. But there's something about the way he sings that sounds very familiar, and I always like kind of associate it. Like, so I don't, I'm not sure this band is ever going to get all the way up there for me but like I, I like these albums and I certainly like them a lot more than Disturbed so you know what I love what I love about this exercise is that we are we are really getting at how much we hate each other huh. finally need enemies are made yes you're such a baby no it's like we're getting at like, bet- like in metal it, I, no I don't know I, more than most genres that I'm aware of there are these subgenres that there's like vitriol between one and the other. Absolutely. You know, and it's, we all like metal. Like if I went to, if I went to this band's show, I'd be, it'd have a good time. With enough beer, yeah. But again, I, w- I wouldn't go home and ever listen to this, <laughs> you know, but it's, but it's metal, right? And there's, there is a derivative of metal that I fucking listen to 24 hours a day, you know, but it's, it's just, we each have something a little bit different that like resonates with, with what we're looking for. So it's its own like gigantic ecosystem that everybody just says like, Oh, you listen to metal. That's weird. It's like, no, like, like you said, there's so many variants within it that you end up sort of becoming tribal within that tribe. Like you just find this like niche and like, I like a lot of gent and metal core and breakdowny stuff. And I like metal, you like more like, for example, like Scar Symmetry. Like, yeah, I'm not even sure how. To, I'm not even sure how you would categorize that band, like where they would land. Or Mitch, like, <laughs> I don't like the sound of a toilet flushing. Like, I don't know what genre that is. But I always look at it as cross. Like, out of you guys, how much crossover do I think I have? <laughs> it's an it's an interesting exercise. Like, I always. Uh, not obviously not uh, extra, you know, shown by this list, but I always thought I had the most <laughs> crossover with Dave. Apparently, that's shrinking as days go by. But uh, no, Russ, I will say, I, okay, <laughs> I know, I there, there, I can't put articulate exactly the type of songs in uh, or metal that you love, but I, I hear it, I know it. You know, it's for you, it's energy. There's a headbanging aspect to it. There's like this drive of just like it's pounding, it's fucking in your face. And I totally love that. What what ends up happening though is that it, you go down that path, I get a little bit bored of that. I'm like, give me more, give me something different. Like break this up. Give me something more progressive. Give me something more melodic. And melodic is what I normally like veer towards. 
you know, whether it's, but it's vocally. very specific because a band like this or the apocalypse is super melodic, but you wouldn't like go listen to that band. No, and like, I don't. And like, I, you would also wouldn't say that in flames, which is also super melodic is like this or the apocalypse. Like you could describe both as melodic, but they're in completely different zones. All right. All right. So this or the apocalypse literally a month ago, I purposely was like going back to that to go re-listen to it. Subversive. And, and was like, like loving the shit I was listening to. So when I came to Hawk, I'm like, all right, I'm really pumped to hear this because you yeah. guys have talked about it in the previous episode. And for whatever reason, whatever, it missed the mark for me. It doesn't matter. But no, you're right though. Like there's a melodic element to that that I really loved. And then there's sometimes where for whatever reason, it doesn't hit the mark. It feels, it feels forced. It feels generic. Yeah. It feels ingenuine. I don't know what the right word I mean, is. If I can take a second to just read what I wrote about it, it kind of almost says that. So I wrote, from the ashes of this or the apocalypse comes Hawk. A lot of the sound has translated, if not the heavy intricacies of this or the apocalypse. So I kind of agree with you. (laughs) It's not as good. It's not as good. I couldn't get past the vocals in that song. Like like that was my biggest problem. So like (laughs) it it bothered me so much that I was like, whatever. I, I don't agree with you there i don't understand that but okay that's fu- that's fine that's fine should we move on unless mitch did you want to add well, something just add on to what D- dave was saying you know we've all been listening to metal for a really long time and i feel like after a while you've kind of heard 95 percent of everything that's out there and everything's kind of like a rehash of something you've heard before so i'm in this weird phase right now where I like anything that's original. It doesn't matter if it's the shittiest fucking song in the world. If it hasn't been done before, I just like it because it's new. Um, so, so yes, I do like the sound of a toilet flushing if there's like some cool guitar riff and that combination of that hasn't been done before. So that's where my style is at the moment. <laughs> Woo! Number four. This is another one that everyone's going to shit on, I'm sure, which I don't give a shit. It's demotional. <laughs> <laughs> don't wake me up which i honestly listening to all these songs because I, I have to tell you this playlist i have i listen to it like all the time i've been listening for months i fucking love these songs And this is, you know, it's another. You've built a relationship. With it's kind songs. of like, you know, this is another Sonic Syndicate song. Maybe this is the song I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, it is. It definitely is. But this might end up like if I went back again and redid this list, this might be my number one. Like, I love oh, fucking man. love this song. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would, Dave just I would died. call this song Rustcore because this is like just so your style. This <laughs> is pretty close. It's a little more electronic-y than I would say, that I would expect, but like I could this this makes a lot of sense to be within your top five for sure. To me, this is like the the most intricate. Like fuck, it's so heavy. Like especially like the chorus part. I, when you say that, when you say the word, you say the word intricate and heavy, and to me, they don't mean the same thing. <laughs> there, well, there there could be one part of a song that's intricate and another part's heavy. It could be like. The bridge that's intricate, but the chorus is the heavy part. Okay. Which is repeated usually like three times or whatever. So that's what ends up making me love the song. I it, guess. Except they repeat it a thousand times in this song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a thousand times. They, I didn't realize that. I didn't know it was a thousand yeah, times. Yeah. <laughs> Give or take 10. What were your notes there, Mitch? <laughs> so, so I, I mean, just the name alone. I'm shocked you didn't guys didn't like it. I'm shocked. <laughs> I mean, just the name alone. My first thought was like, oh, I'm so demotional. And I could just picture like all these like 12 year old kids with mohawks and stuff. I don't know what they look like, but um, yeah. <laughs> Whatever an emo kid yeah. looks like today, that kid. <laughs> and and like the lyrics, the lyrics, I kept wait, wait, waiting for them to go like, don't wake me up. You wouldn't like me when you wake me up. And like, I don't know, it's just like for for me, lyrics rarely ruin a metal song, but here it kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> wow. So guys, if you, if a band name bothers you and doesn't make you want to listen to the music, you should probably sw- not listen to the song. But, but 
But I would say, it's really important. But even though like I just criticized, I didn't mind the song if it was on. <laughs> 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 this is a great this is i love this if song. it was on i wouldn't skip it but i would never look for it to listen to it <laughs> that's a huge that's li- seriously that's like a major thing for me to judge how much i like a song it's like I've, i i often find stuff on the discover weekly thing where i'm like oh this is really really cool and i'm listening to it and i'm like super into it and then it kind of shuffles along and then i never think about it again ever again and i'm just like i guess i didn't like it that much Two and a half out of five, right? Like, what? what is this song? All right, number three. Number three. <laughs> oh, well, hold on. I didn't get to... Uh, oh, it, I didn't get to express my opinion. <laughs> no, I, I, no, the only thing I... <laughs> I the only thing I want to say, and it's kind of hysterical. So I typed, don't, don't wake me up into whatever. <laughs> it's and hysterical. I was, I was, no, I was doing other shit. All right, yeah. I was work. I was like working and whatever. I just typed it in. I just clicked on the first song. And I'm going into it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And apparently there's a song called Don't Wake Me Up by Chris Brown. (laughs) (laughs) The wife beater. I was very confused for a moment. All right. Reset up up, uh, number three. Number three is While She Sleeps, which is a band I love, which everybody knows at this point and everyone doesn't care. This is a song called Sleep Society. Sleep Society! Thing is awesome, and I don't anticipate anyone else liking. Thoughts? So, so I again, I listened to it on YouTube, and so it had a couple hundred thousand views. And I'm like, way you know, too many, listen- way too many views for you. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I don't listen to things with more than like double digit views. But like, but by the end of it, I just don't. I honestly don't get it. Like, why is this band so popular? Why do they have more views than like I don't know? scar symmetry that was tossed out before this or the apocalypse like what is it about this band that gives them such a large appeal that the other bands don't have my my guess that it's like this is getting into that sort of where bring me the horizon was two albums ago sort of zone where it's pretty accessible metal like heavy music that's not like death vocals the whole time it's like yelling and stuff but it's not like i don't know crushingly offensively hard um, and like, is like guys and girls can kind of listen to it, you know, where I think a lot of metal music, it's, it's a little harder. I don't know. I'm having a hard time sort of describing exactly. No, I agree with you. What, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's sort of in that niche and I, this, this band, you've sent several of their songs through when we've gone back and forth. I think the last album we talked about a little the bit. The last album uh, they had was my number one of the year. So. Right. Right. Exactly. So. I, I gave that whole album a shot. It just did not work for me. This song <laughs> continues to not work for me. I think you sent at at a at a uh, get together at one of our houses. I think you actually put on one song from their first or from the U R We album or something. Yeah, it's like they're probably their number one listened to song. Yeah, and that one general. I really liked. That right. song, I like that. That song is really really good, and that album actually features a song with the singer from Bring Me the Horizon. Mm-hmm. I listened to the whole album. It just didn't do anything for me. That was the only song from them was that was that one. I don't know. It's just this doesn't this band doesn't work. <laughs> the, the other thing I thought was weird about this band is I looked at their website and it looks like they release songs over like three years and then they release an album. Like I, I thought that <laughs> was kind of bizarre. I've never seen that before. That's how people are doing it these days, man. I do like the part at two twenty nine that you called out. It's like effectively like a breakdown. Right. Right, right. Yeah, the one you're talking about is Silent Speaks, which is like their number one listened to album. I mean, uh, song. Russ, you, you may be uh, shocked to hear this, but in my notes I had, it's it's a fun song. Maybe you like more fun things than you let on. All right, number two. Dave, did you comment on this album? <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to like it. 
I, my one bullet point is I wrote "ug," kind of trash. Is what I wrote for this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, did you write that in all caps, like the band writes there? No, like? no. I it was all lowercase except for the auto uppercase of the U because it word right, does right, that. Right, duh. Yeah. Of course. I, I, I. There, what? There's a big synth vibe with this too. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. I just, I don't like that. I, I just. <laughs> I, you know, I just, I want, like, real instruments. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. All right, making enemies. Next. Uh, <laughs> number two. My, We're almost This there. is the top two. Top two is my number one favorite band of all time, Dark Tranquility. My favorite song off their new, new album is Fail State. And that's the one I put as, as number two here. kind of checked out of dark tranquility a long time ago it's like i know i know like you love them this group like really loves them i get it i understand why it's just they don't they don't move me at all since whatever it was mind's eye or something like i don't know this is it's bet this song is better than most of the songs i think that came out last year but it's still not like you know i don't know this is one that i'm not reaching for voluntarily like on a regular basis three out of five i guess wow that high you sure? super high for that band i this the, i i love this fucking album i like this song is awesome but but if i were to go like pick all the albums all the songs off this album i think i like phantom days better but i still like this song and and, and this is a great example like take the Sleep Society song and and there's a theme obviously of what you like, and this song on the DT album is doing that where I don't know it's more it's it's a driving it's high energy it's I I, I don't know it, it's just, it's there's this intensity to the song that goes from beginning to the end which I know that you love and I can appreciate that and I like the song. For me, I, I usually like where's the break, where's the melodic thing going on, where's the like, where's the change of tone halfway through the song, um, and so that I'm typically more appealed to that, and that's why I think Phantom Days does that better. But I still think it's a great song. So, so I I bought this album and I just haven't really had an opportunity to listen to it. Um, I listened to it like once or twice, and thinking I, I really liked it overall, and I definitely need to sit down and, and listen to it more. I I think like. From the first couple of listens, I really like the song A Drawn Out Exit probably the most. Um, but I, I do like the song a lot. I like the album. I like Dark Tranquility. It's a good pick, Russ. Finally something we agree on. Wow. It's finally something you would actually listen to. This is this A Drawn Out Exit, Rich, the intro to that song is a billion percent what the music that's playing in your brain at all times. <laughs> <laughs> like you're entering like a, a cathedral owned by Dracula and some skeletons like that's the, that's the music that's happening speaking of entering skeletons let's go to my number one yeah wow we made it moore's principium est which if you don't know please fucking go listen to them because they're um, unbelievable lost in a starless eon aeon whatever you how to pronounce it but this is my number one song. It is the best song of the year. I wrote no song was going to beat this out for number one. <laughs> it's just an incredible song. And this is why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, the song's incredible. This album is awesome. <laughs> Period, end of sentence, nothing else to say. It's so good. Go listen to it.
Mitch. <laughs> so, so this song is freaking awesome. Um, I love MP a lot. Uh, so many good songs, so many good albums. Um, my my only problem with this, and I I, I hate to be the downer. Well, well, no, no, actually, I don't hate to be the downer, but um, I love, you it. love it. Uh, the album itself, like, if you take every song separately, they're all great. But trying to listen to this album from start to finish, like, like I, I can't do it. Like, every single song kind of sounds the same after a while. Um, and it's, it, like, it, it makes it all, it all blurs together. It, it needs something different, like, in the middle and so forth. So, you know, I'll, I'll give a little story. So, back in the day, I, I used to be in a band and we were playing a show. And we had this music manager come out to, to watch us and give us some advice. And he was like, and, and after the show, we met him. And he's like, wow. He's like, that first song was so killer. It was awesome. It was such an onslaught. He's like, the second song was so great. It was headbanging to it. He's like, but by the eighth song, he's like, it was just the same thing over and over. You lost the audience. You lost me. He's like, you got to fucking mix it up. You can't have the same intensity the whole time. You know, M- mix up the intensity. Mix up the emotion. Otherwise, you lose everybody's attention. And in that, like, one minute conversation with this guy. That's like one of the best advice I ever had from helping me write music, from from what I listen to, and just in my personal life because I'm a fucking exhausting person. <laughs> so it's 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 just yep. it's just something that has stuck with me forever. And this is, I think, a great example of where that advice would have made this album better. As musicians, these guys are amazing. Every time I listen to one of their songs, I want to pick up the guitar and learn it. And I, th- I think that speaks volumes about them. How, what great composers they are, what great musicians they are, how how good the songs are. I didn't love their last album before this one, before Seven. But this one really caught me. Like, I love almost every song on the album. So, Dave, any closing thoughts here? I know you, you were like, I don't need to say anything about this album or this song. No, I, listen, I, I'm, I'm a total fanboy with this band and um i on a previous episode we talked about our top albums this is my number one album i loved all of it i i will echo the sentiment that there is they kind of reuse perhaps some themes and you hear a song and you go like wait i've heard this before oh yeah i did two albums ago from the same band (laughs) but um i really enjoyed it though by comparison to the shit released last year this is leaps and bounds above anything else. It's it's much better than Russ's other horrible songs on his list. I feel like we started out liking more of your stuff, and the higher up we got in the things that you like, the fewer of them we ended up liking. Although, <laughs> nice. Oh, I don't know. I mean, Dark Tranquility and MPE. Like, was there one of the one of the top of the six above top ten that you liked or hated the most? There are songs on your list, Russ, that I was not... I'm surprised that they are as high as they are. But I agree with Dave that there is like a common sort of vibe running through them. Yeah. Amazingness? Yeah, you're right. Amazingly good songs. Yeah, you're right. Fucking amazingness is is running through them. You're right. So so overall, this list, I would rate it like, yeah, it's it's, it's good. (laughs) But like, we're we're not going to say that for every single song, so... Thanks, man. <sighs> like I said, I think I'm dri- I'm drifting farther and farther away from you guys. No, no bullshit. 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 <laughs> bullshit. Russ, this is total trash because last year, and we have all said this, was pretty shit for music. So you were ra- you were ranking your top ten of the shit from 2020. <laughs> so keep that in perspective. Like I think there are. The fact that I had four, at least four songs that I thought were killer that I've already added to my like listen to on repeat type of list is validates a lot for me. Like there's a lot of overlap. There are songs that we just described that don't surprise me. Like, yep, I, that's a rust song. Like, like there's some element about that that I know that you would like. Totally fine. I don't love that as much. Just like you don't love early protest the hero songs, right? You hate it. But I like, th- like there are things like we diverge, but they're not. Actually, four four songs is as many as I could possibly hope for <laughs> for any of you guys. So. so it was a success. That's the way it is. 
And, and this would be a boring fucking podcast if I'm like, all 10 were great. It's not fun. It's, right. I already, you I know. think I wrote in one of my write-ups, I'm like, Dave will hate this song. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even listen to it. <laughs> so in closing, I'm going to say, fuck you guys. This list is the best. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Any of you who agree with me, please leave comments on our Instagram. We should post about this. <laughs> we should do one post where we talk about this. Yes. Let's, let's go spread COVID together. The rest of you can go fuck yourself. Russ, thank you for putting this list together and giving us something to talk about. I do appreciate you going out on a limb and doing this. Mitch. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. We had a great time. I hope you had a good time. This was really hard to do. I'm not used to having a conversation anymore. So (laughs) thanks for bringing me here. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.